0: Welcome to Harmonia, the ancient word for the union of melody and harmony and the music of the spheres. In this hour, we're going to explore music for the seldom-heard instrument called the Shalmo, a predecessor of the clarinet. Plus, we'll revisit some chant from the early Maronite Christian tradition and hear from a featured release by the Gregorian Ensemble of Notre Dame de Paris. I'm Angela Mariani. Let's take a quick look back in time in a special Harmonia time capsule, tracing the history of one of the world's most well-known cathedrals. Standing in the middle of Paris, you need only to look up to see the glory of Notre-Dame Cathedral. This Gothic masterpiece has inspired authors, poets, and artists for centuries, and has a history that becomes inextricably tied to the development of Western music. Construction on Notre-Dame Cathedral started in 1163 under the rule of King Louis VII. Coinciding with the Notre-Dame School of Polyphony and the composers Leonine and Paratine, the first stage of Notre-Dame's construction lasted from 1163 to 1245. Over the course of the next century, the cathedral would undergo additions and alterations by multiple architects, the end result being a cathedral featuring a combination of Gothic styles. As a religious landmark for France and an emblem of the monarchy in Paris, the cathedral played host to a number of important royal weddings, such as the 1558 ceremony of Mary, Queen of Scots, and Francis II of France. Following the French Revolution, the cathedral was the site of Napoleon Bonaparte's coronation as Emperor of France in 1804. A controversial restoration project in the 1850s brought the addition of the spire, which remains a part of the cathedral to the present day. Perhaps best known in popular culture as the inspiration for Victor Hugo's The Hunchback of Notre Dame, published in 1831, the cathedral plays host to the immortal literary character the Hunchback of Notre Dame himself, Quasimodo. Today, the cathedral is designated a historic monument in the city of Paris and serves as a major tourist attraction, both for architecture and literary enthusiasts and the Catholic faithful. This has been a glimpse back in time, tracing the history of Notre Dame Cathedral. I'm Angela Mariani. You can find more about the people, events and music from this era online, along with early music t-shirts, totes and books in our gift store, harmoniaearlymusic.org/shop. The predecessor of the clarinet, the Chalameau, first appeared at the end of the 17th century and quickly gained popularity with composers from the beginning of the 18th century into the early classical period. Similar to a recorder in outward appearance, but with the addition of a reed to the mouthpiece, the Chalameau's piercing yet haunting timbre and wide range of expressive colors fit perfectly into the Baroque sensibility. Composers such as Graupner and Telemann wrote music featuring multiple Chalemos, often playing the role of solo voice and accompaniment within the texture of the music. An overture in D minor for three shalamos and orchestra by Christoph Grobner from a 2007 release by Ensemble Mensa Sonora. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. Just search for Harmonia. Examining the Often Neglected Repertoire for the Chalamo, the predecessor to what we today know as the clarinet. While the Chalamo was often used in purely instrumental works, perhaps the greatest repertoire written for the instrument came when paired with the human voice. Music composed for shalomo and voice often imitated bird calls, and the instrument's agility made it a favorite for copying the songs of certain birds, such as the turtledove. Here is the Turtledove aria from Vivaldi's 1716 Oratorio Judita Triumphans. Judita's lamenting vocal line is matched by the accompaniment of the Turtledove. You've been listening to The Sounds of a Turtle Dove interpreted by the instrument called the Shalomo in an aria from Antonio Vivaldi's Udita Triumphans. Magdalena Cosena sang the role of Udita with the Academia Montris Regalis in this two thousand four release. Alessandro De Marchi led the orchestra. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, celebrating 25 years of service to the field of early music. On the web at earlymusic.org. I'm Angela Mariani. Celebrating Harmonia's 20th anniversary this season, looking back, one topic we've explored in a variety of ways over the years is chant. One example is from a 1999 episode called Revisiting Chant, in which we explored the continued commercial popularity of chant, as well as chant from various traditions. Here's an excerpt. When we think of the chant of Eastern Christian churches, many think first of Greek and Russian Orthodox chant. But back in ancient times, there were four great centers of the early Christian church, Byzantium, Rome, Alexandria, and Antioch. The Latin rite and the Greek and Slavonic rites grew from roots in Byzantium and Rome. From Alexandria came the Ethiopian and Coptic rites. But from out of roots in Antioch, there eventually developed a whole group of different Christian churches from Syria to the Middle East all the way to India the next chant you'll hear is from the office of saint charbel part of the lebanese maronite rite it's from a cd called l'office de saint charbel directed by father miled tarave in faithfulness to the maronite christian tradition you'll notice the use of instruments too such as the arabic lute or oud and flute
1: shopping hur
0: Music from a Vesper service from the office of Saint Charbel, from a CD of Maronite church music directed by Father Miled Tarabay, a CD called L'Office de Saint Charbel, available on the Italian Esperia label. Maronite chant is also represented on a completely different kind of CD, this one by the group Vox, comprised of keyboardist Vladimir Ivanov, guitarist Wolfram Nestroy, and one of my favorite singers, the Lebanese contralto Fadia El Haj. The name of the C D is Divine Rights. This is called Crucifixion, and it's based on a Maronite antiphon from the officium or office of Good Friday. voice of Fadia el Hajj of the group Vox singing a Maronite chant for Good Friday from a CD called Divine Rights on the world-class label from Hearts of Space. Our featured recording is a 2010 self-produced release by the Gregorian Ensemble of Notre-Dame de Paris, directed by Sylvain Diodonnet. Entitled Zurexi Christus, the recording presents a complete Easter Vespers service using manuscript sources from Paris, Florence, and Wolfenbüttel, Germany, to recreate a 13th century service. music recreated for a 13th-century Easter Vespers service at the Notre-Dame Cathedral. Sylvain Doudonnet led the Gregorian Ensemble of Notre-Dame de Paris in the recording "Surexit Christus. Interested in expanding your own early music collection? Each week, we review recordings new and old on the Harmonia Early Music podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Support for Harmonia is made possible in part by the Crystal DeHaan Family Foundation, serving organizations in central Indiana and recognizing the children and families of Crystal House International. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Thomas Carroll. Thanks to our studio engineer, Mike Pashkash, and our staff, David Wood, Anna Pranger, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KOHM at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Carrie Boyce is our executive producer, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia.